Welcome to 30 Minutes with Nettie, where we explore life through real stories and empower one another. Desde que nacimos, nuestra mancha de plátano salió del mismo racimo. Somos hermanos del mismo horizonte. Todos nos criamos en la falda del monte. Hey everyone, I'm here with Christy and Billy. Hello. Hi. Hey everyone. If you are a listener, you might remember Christy from one of the first episodes we talked about traveling. She's one of my best friends, so she's back. Thank you. And then Billy, Billy is from, I'll let you introduce yourself, but um, do you guys both want to introduce yourself? Just very basic, like who you are, what you do. Sure. Okay. Uh, my name is Christy. I'm from Waukegan, and I'm a teacher, a bilingual education teacher. Uh, my name is Billy. I'm from Brooklyn, New York, and I do human resources for Verizon. I'm very interested to hear more about your story because... Christy and I always have all these like life talks and Christy knows that I am very much into personal development and how do we become, how do we better ourselves just as human beings and then we share a lot of similar stories due to us being immigrant, Mm -hmm. from immigrant parents and so I, I question, do we, are we always trying to like better ourselves or you know like progress? Because we have immigrant family, you know, immigrant parents, so we feel that pressure of, I need to do something with my life because my parents didn't sacrifice. Or is this a universal thing? I want to get into your mind. What was your upbringing? Okay. We have a very, very common immigrant family upbringing, right? Our parents Mm -hmm. came from Mexico at early teens with nothing, Mm -hmm. had been working, 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 and gave us a really... We are very fortunate. We are. We had a really good upbringing. We had everything that we needed Mm -hmm. all the time. And we got a lot of wants. Share with us a little upbringing about yourself. So, my dad is fully Irish. Um, My mom is Irish and Italian. Grew up in Brooklyn. Um, Parents are divorced. Okay. Um, But are your parents... Did they migrate over here, or they're no? They, they're from here. Their their parents migrated over. Okay. Um. So I guess their parents did a good job getting them settled in Brooklyn. They're from the same neighborhood. Okay. Um. I never really had any struggles. Um. You know, they always you know there's always you know food on the plates. They, right. Whatever opportunity I ever wanted to do, I had that opportunity. Okay. So I guess it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um. But definitely wasn't brought up in wealth, like had to earn everything that I ever did. So similar in that regard, I guess. What do your parents do? Um, my dad, he works uh, at NYU um, as a, like a medical coder. Okay. Um, but he was big into Wall Street. My dad's an alcoholic, so he made a lot of money on Wall Street. Everything fell apart. The divorce happened. Um, so he's rebounded a great deal. I think he's been sober like 13 years. So, um, he, he's rebounded tremendously. Um, we don't have the best relationship. My mom works at like a doctor's office, like at a pediatrician. So she, my stepdad makes more money than she does type of thing, Mm -hmm. but they're all working, doing their thing, you know, good spirits. So when your grandparents came though, did they have 
what was their jobs? On my dad's side, it's it's funny. My dad's side of the family and my mom's side of the family, they both worked for Con Edison, okay. which is like the electricity company in New York like City. Like Con Ed, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they they kind of met that way, and the families oh. were kind of really close. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Because I always wonder about that, because our parents or our grandparents in some cases, but more like our parents. Well, how did your parents, what did they, as far as jobs, how did, what did they jump into right away? Uh, my parents both worked at factory jobs. So yeah, because that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like a lot of, like my grandma worked in a factory all her life, yeah. in the U.S. life. Um, and she retired from uh, meddling. Okay. That's a very popular one yeah. in the warehouse. That's why I was asking just yeah. how different, you know, because his parents had like uh, jobs that now I think the first generation would have. Right. Because you're like a second generation. Yeah. Right? Um, why Brooklyn? How did you guys end up in Brooklyn? Do you know that? That's where they started, and that's where we just stayed until, until my mom met my stepdad. His mm-hmm. family is from Long Island. Okay. When I was like eight years old, we moved out to Long Island. So oh, to your Long Island. Yeah, but my dad still lives in Brooklyn. I live in Brooklyn now. My okay. sister lives in Brooklyn, so it's always kind of been home. I feel like I have home in two spots. Okay. So. Okay. But. How do I become a better me? Do you guys ever question yourselves? Because I question myself a lot. And since I can remember, I started getting into personal development like heavy when I was 21. And I read a whole bunch of books. And I always wonder, why do I, why do I think about this so much? Is that like a human trait that we want to become better as humans? I think um, we're constantly evolving as people. So I think we're constantly in search of that better version of ourselves, you know? But I also think that it comes with not a hard price, but you have to let go of a lot of things in your life, whether it be um, mostly like negative things. A lot of people have like surpassed negative experiences and it's great to let that go. Um, But also just kind of getting rid of like toxic relationships or friendships like I think you know wanting to be a better version of yourself really starts with loving yourself first Mm -hmm. and then from there yeah and then from there you know what else does it make me happy in life and just kind of like making a list of things and just kind of targeting off of that Mm -hmm. when do you think we start because when we grow up our whole world is really based on our parents like our parents pretty much Set the foundation of how our life is going to go. So if we, you know, we're growing up and we're, all we know is what our parents were being raised by. At what age did you guys start questioning, like, hold on, there's more, I don't know if you guys are religious or not, or you guys went to church, but like, hold on, there's more churches or there's more religion. Or I guess what I'm trying to say is like, there's this like blueprint of what a life should be. And then when do we start questioning, like, ah, that's not really what I want to do. Like, I don't want to, right after high school, like, go to college and then get married and then have children and then have a nine-to-five for the rest of my life. Did you guys ever have those type of thoughts? I mean, I think you have to get to a certain age to realize that. And I think, at least me, like, the internet was, once I probably hit, like, the eighth grade, the internet was in fruition and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So you can use that as a tool to figure out what I can do and I, don't, I, I guess from where I came from that was never it wasn't like poverty stricken it was a pretty wealthy area on Long Island so you could you know you hear people who are athletes who went into certain different companies so I think I realized early on 
that you can pretty much do whatever you want. And I think the internet had a great deal in that where you can go on and, and see pe- people's careers and mm-hmm. career path or where you want to go to college. So um, I think it just happened for me naturally, probably, I guess, around the high school ages. Mm-hmm. So. so you grew, grew up in a lifestyle where it was very like you had options as far as careers. Correct. I mean, not. I mean, when you're in high school, I don't think you're thinking career. But I knew if I put in the work, mm-hmm. go to any college you really want to go to. Mm-hmm. If I didn't want to go to college, as long as I had a plan, I think my parents would have accepted that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had options. If and if I didn't succeed, that would have been on me because I didn't take advantage of that type of stuff. Right. But if you failed, you were still, you still had like... You had that buffer because yeah. I could just live with my mom and dad type okay. of thing. So mm-hmm. I never really felt pressured on that. Mm-hmm. I guess you, for me, I felt pressure after I graduated college. Like, I don't want to live with my mom and dad. Okay, like, what do I do? Yeah, I, I need to have a career and take a step forward type of thing. So mm-hmm. um, that was the when I would feel the pressure. Mm-hmm. So... Was it different for you? Yeah, I think, well, not necessarily different, but for me it was probably like as a freshman in college, um, I was going to CLC, but I knew that I wanted to do something more like artistic. And back then, like you heard of the arts, but I think, I don't think it was as popular as it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I knew I wanted to do something in the art field and, um, I knew I didn't want to work at Abbott Labs. And I think that was like the routine in walking in, like, you knew you had it made if you went to school, you finished high school, you went to college, you finished college, and then you got a job at Ab, and you're like, wow, you're set. But I'm like, that sounds so boring for me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want that. I'm not bashing anyone. That just wasn't the path that was for me. But around where you were growing up, that was kind of like you made it? Yes. Oh, okay. yeah, interesting. Because yeah. that was different for mine growing up. I don't think we thought about Ab. Well, you hear about the big companies, mm-hmm. you know. But I think making it is just not being in the warehouse. Okay. You know, okay. like having a, working pretty much in the office. But like yourself, I'm not a, I can't sit in a desk yeah. looking at, you know. Mm-hmm. I could do it and I could be very successful at that, but that's not what I want. Mm-hmm. And I chose to not do that. But um, I feel like the difference between your upbringing is that there isn't a lot of people, like I, I never knew, I didn't have anyone to look up to becoming a writer. Like, oh, I want to be a writer. Right. Or I want to, um, that's kind of what I wanted to be, like a writer. I kind of always wanted to own my own business. But it was more like, ah, oh, but you have to be realistic, so you have to have a job. The kids from Brooklyn who probably didn't have parents who had good jobs and stuff mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. they probably had, they probably see, like, their parents working in a certain factory or whatever. And that's probably what they did because mm-hmm. that's the only thing they knew. They probably didn't have the best education. So it's not too different. Um, you know, Brooklyn isn't that big. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it really comes down to, I think, what you, you, you said, like, your parents and the way they bring you up, that's kind of what shapes your future. Right. And if they give you the opportunities and they let, you know, they let you know, hey, Christy, you don't have to work in that factory, mm-hmm. you know, that probably has an influence on you. So when you get to that certain age, whether it's a freshman in college or in high school, you realize you don't have to take the standard path. Whereas if I didn't have the parents that were doing that for me, and I didn't have a lot of money, Mm -hmm. you probably have to take like a standard path just to make yourself something. 
Yeah. Right. And just to kind of survive, too. Yeah. Like, if you yeah. need to start living on your own or your parents are like, all right, you need to start bringing some money in. Mm-hmm. I, I thought before you spoke about, like, how do you know if you want to improve? Uh-huh. And I, part of it, like, I think everyone has their own version of success, too. So you have to figure out what you want in yeah. order to pursue it. Okay. Um, and I don't know if we can take that next, yeah. but that was just yeah, kind of... Yeah something that was on mind for me like you have to figure out like what you want right and what you you know me and christy like she could have her version of success and i'm like well that wouldn't be a success for me this is my version right and same thing for you so you have everyone has to have their own what am i going to go to be successful you know right okay so let me kind of bring up another question then we could go from there what is success for you because becoming a better me can mean like, for example, for me, it's just creating to me makes me happy. So I create, I create these new, at 21, I wrote the book, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and then I created the podcast. To me, the fact that I have an idea and I make it come to life, to me, that's successful. And that gives me peace and that makes me uh, give myself some type of self-worth. It just helps my self-esteem. Each time that I accomplish a goal because starting at 21 I just started setting myself goals and each one that I accomplished gave myself more confidence to the those goals that I'm like ah that's gonna be impossible to it's possible Mm -hmm. I can do anything that I set my mind to (laughs) so that to me is success the fact that I simply just do it where sometimes success could mean Oh, did you sell 10 million copies of your book? No, I didn't, you know? But the fact that I just created it, to me is like, cool. What success means to me is really just accomplishing your goals and just um, doing things that motivate you and inspire you. Um, For example, I never thought that I'd be the first one in my family to finish college, and, and I was, and I did that, and... Never in my life did I think I'd be able to live abroad, and I did. And now I'm planning my next move, and it's slowly in the works. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's just really like like you said earlier, just really accomplishing a lot of your goals and just going after them. And that's what I tell my students: you can do anything. You just have to have the willpower to do it. I think high level, like going off of what you said and going off what Christy said. I think we all want to be happy in some way. So I think that's like my high level plan is just to be happy. Um, And then everyone is going to have their own individual path on what makes them happy. Mm -hmm. Um, What is your version of happy? So I I think you just want to improve and I just want to be like a good person. Okay. Um, I think I'm smart enough where... Whatever I really want to do career-wise, I probably can do. Um, but, like, I always think of my family, like, am I being a good son? Am I being a good brother? Like, am I being a good cousin? Am I being a good friend? Mm-hmm. That's really what I go for. And I think if I have all the good behaviors and that and the good habits, mm-hmm. everything else will kind of fall into place. I guess you never, I never think about, am I being a good daughter or sister, you know? (laughs) Like, I just do the best that I can. Yeah. And I'm there for them when they do need me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And I, I mean, I don't think there's like a concrete answer. Like you might wake up tomorrow and be like, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. Or you might realize something mm-hmm. because you see someone else do it and you're like, oh wait, I'm not even doing that. Maybe mm-hmm. I should work on that. So yeah. I, I think it's, it's always going to be changing. changing. And you, What makes a person a better person? How about we start there too? Because is it characteristics of their personality? Is it peace? Because to me, when I think of like, what makes me a better person is that I have to be compassionate to others, be kind to others, right? Mm-hmm. That makes me, so that makes me a better person? I don't know. I'll create goals and follow them. Mm-hmm. I have like, that's just, I try to not be like this and not be so goal oriented, but this is what brings me focus and peace. So I feel like that makes me a better person when I'm able to accomplish whatever I set my mind to. Mm-hmm. But when I just think of those two, so that makes me a good person. When I think of my family, I do think of, I do often think about being a good daughter, a great daughter. But then also, where do we draw that line where like I have to live my life right, and be a good person? So then they have, it's like there's no other choice than my mom being like, okay with going after what I want. Yeah. So I've always, well, my mom has always told me if you are happy, I'm happy. Like with, mm-hmm. like, I don't want you to be depressed over your job. Cause I think at one point I, I had a nine to five at an office and one time she, the only reason I had to go to see her was to say bye because she was going on a trip and it happened to be on month end. And it was like one of my, the only time I cried about work, she happened to see it. And so she's like, I don't want you to be like this. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you kind of like have the opportunity to do whatever you want as far as a career. What makes a person a better person? What is that? What does that mean? Not to sound cliche, but I think it all depends on the person, you know, like how you're raised and, you know, like my mom. What makes Billy a better person? Working on improving, you know, like, um, my mom always stressed family. Like, she, um, you know, like, she was always very unselfish. So, like, I have my, like, internal credo is probably from her. Like, if I deal with someone who maybe treated me wrongly or is a not as good a person as me, I'm humble where, in the fact where I'm not going to say that and I'm not going to do the actions that they do, I'm going to be the better person and do what my mom would want me to do type, type of thing. So, but that's just for me. Like, mm-hmm. you guys are raised, could be raised differently and there could be, maybe your biggest impact came from someone who wasn't your mom or, you know, maybe it was something you saw on the internet or something about your career. So, I think it, it really all depends on the person. But what really matters, you know, being happy and as long as you're going after like what you want to improve on, mm. it's all kind of the same thing. You know, the rhetoric is all the same. Mm. Christy's gonna have her own unique path. Nettie's gonna have her path. Billy's gonna have their path. As long as they're going after something, mm-hmm. that's that's the important thing, I think. Okay, I I agree. You agree yeah. with that? Yeah, I think you said it all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I was thinking of. So to someone who's listening, and this is going to, let's say I title this Becoming a Better Person, what would you want from them to take out of this? I'd say um, love yourself first. So Mm self-love. I also think you got to be real with yourself. You got to recognize 
what you're doing wrong. Like if you, you know, if you know you could have handled a situation better or differently, you got to be honest with yourself. It's not, you know, just because I'm Billy, everything shouldn't, everything I do shouldn't be gold. Like I'm going to screw up every now and then too. And some people, their biggest problem is like, they don't realize they screw up and they don't make the changes. Mm. You got to realize, Hey, I screwed up. What can I do better? Mm -hmm. So that's what I would, that would be my overlaying message is like, be happy, but also realize, you know, we're all grown, you know, we're not perfect. Like we're we're going to screw up. Like you just brought up the point that I wanted to bring up the happy. It's just growing up and always, you know, being into this personal development world, I often hear that like, I just want to be happy or the end goal is to be happy. Then I always question like, can we be happy through the process? Like is being happy and does one ever get to that point? Or is it a constant like, we're gonna be in our 50s, 60s and still be like, I, you know, I'm just, as long as I just wanna be happy. That, uh, just going back to what I said before, like I think everyone has their own version of being happy, mm-hmm. and you always hear like, you know, at the end like you should be celebrating, be happy, but you always hear like it's the journey to do that. Mm-hmm. So part of the challenge, at least for me, is enjoying like, being, being happy. Ha- like I always like just work wise, like I'm always like, man, I just live for the weekends. Like I just want Friday and Saturday to get here, or Saturday and Sunday. But like part of the challenge is like. I shouldn't waste five sevenths of five sevenths of my life looking forward to a weekend. Like I should try to enjoy the Mondays, Tuesday, Wednesdays, mm-hmm. Thursday, Friday. So I think. Um, what do you do to try to enjoy those Mondays, Tuesdays? That's still a work in progress. I'm probably not a master at that yet, okay. but I think it goes your relationships and being good to people. Okay. That's the best way you're gonna do it. Like if you if you sulk and. I don't want to do this. It's going to be a long day. Mm-hmm. But if like you're real with yourself and hey, I was I was shitty on this on Monday. Let me do this different on Tuesday. That's an improvement. It might be mm-hmm. something small, mm-hmm. but that's like a step in the right direction. Okay. Well, I think there's also something good that you can take out, out of a day. Like you could have a thousand, a thousand things going wrong, but there's always that one thing that probably didn't even acknowledge that was a good thing. Mm-hmm. So acknowledging those small things, mm-hmm. um, that's what I do. Yeah. Do you both enjoy your careers? I've been battling with that currently. Okay. But it made me happy. And now I'm not sure if this is the career path that I want to continue on. Okay. Do you... Does that affect your life, your whole well-being? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm stressed. Yeah. Because I don't want to go to work. Okay, thinking of like, man, I could be doing this mm-hmm. or I should... Yeah. Well, think about work. It's Monday, it's five-sevenths of your life. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever the percentage is, like, mm-hmm. Monday through Friday, or, or some people, it's not Monday through Friday, but most time, like, during the week, like, you're going to spend more time with the people that you work Right. Than your family or yeah. friends, so it's gonna have a huge impact on whatever. If it's great, great. If it's bad, yeah, it's gonna have a negative impact. Mm-hmm. I think overall, what I'm getting is, is like 
you set goals and you accomplish them and whatever route different route that we need to take to make it happen but that another part of becoming a better us is doing things that we enjoy i know we're talking about our careers and a lot of times that's that's what we have to do in order to survive and you know be responsible citizens Mm -hmm. Um, we need to take care of our responsibilities but another part of becoming a better us is in doing what we enjoy in life whether it's if i enjoy swimming i go to the you know i go and swim Um, if i enjoy traveling i make i make an effort to go traveling a little bit more Um, finding that passion if you want to call it yeah and going for it because then that just makes you a better, like happier. You're just person. happier, yeah. 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 What are some of your passions? Um, mine is traveling, obviously, and salsa was a huge one because I felt like it was just a big stress reliever. And you just salsa dancing. Yeah, and you come out like a new woman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I agree with the salsa dancing. Sometimes if I'm really stressed out uh-huh. and I go salsa dancing, it's just like you forget about everything. Right. It's it's a good exercise as well. Right. Right. Do you have anything? I'm going to sound really corny, but I really like the New York Giants and sports. Okay. And sometimes I watch a game and I'll be like, wow, like it's that simple. Like if they do well, I'm going to be happy. Um, so yeah, I, I think sports is huge for me. Friends is huge for me. Like hanging out with my friends. Like, like I even texted Chrissy last week, like my basketball team won and I'm like, I'm super happy. Like. And that just made my day, and it can be that simple. So, I think you got to make an effort to make sure you do your passions, and not do stuff on the side that doesn't involve your passions. But also maybe trying different things, mm-hmm. because I'm like, oh, I'm just like watching sports. Like, I probably could be doing more. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, you know, doing your passions, but maybe trying different things okay. is a really good thing to do outside of work. Mm-hmm. So yeah, outside of the box. Yeah. So breaking the routine a little. Yeah. yeah you have to, cause uh, there's that quote. Um, Paulo Coelho has a quote. If you um, think, if you think being adventurous is dangerous, you should try a routine. It'll or kill a routine you. is it, lethal. Yeah. 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 I'll look it up. I like that one. Awesome. Well, thank you for having this conversation thank with me. Thank you. Thanks for having Thanks, me. Thanks, Billy. I thought I was going to be sitting in a car. <laughs> <laughs> With Billy is visiting for the weekend, so this was a total spontaneous guest, but I love it because I like to hear other people. How'd I do? You did great. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for tuning in today. Let me know what you guys think of today's episode. If you would like to join me in a discussion, email me at nettiespodcast at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram and Twitter under at nettiespodcast. Please continue helping me spread the word by sharing the podcast with your friends and family. Hope everyone is having a good week. I will talk to you guys soon. Peace. Mira como corre libre, se refleja en el machete, hijo del cañaveral.